everyone. Welcome to another episode of Caught Between a Tie and High Heels, a transgender podcast journal where I share past experiences and new situations as I slowly step out of the closet to free myself from the tie and live my life completely in the high heels. I'm Jamie, your hostess and friendly neighborhood trans lesbian, and welcome to the podcast. My beautiful listeners, hello, hello. I know it's been a hot minute since I have uh, been able to post a new episode, but here we are. Thank the Lord or goddess or whatever other powerful being is out there overseeing us. If we finally got a new episode. So um, it was really funny because my beautiful cousin, who I just, she's amazing. I love her dearly. Uh, She's like, so I'm really out here talking about your podcast. When are you going to post something else? And I'm like feeling, oh, Jesus. Uh, Yeah, I know. And I know that I on the website, it says uh, we post every Tuesday. um, And uh, it just one Tuesday after another just ended up slipping away. But life gets in the way. Adulting sucks. We know this. And we're trying to carry on. So... (laughs) And I keep telling you, oh, we're going to do better later on. And it's like, shit, something else ends up happening. So I'm really, really sorry. I am really sorry. Um, So we got a lot to cover. And I'm going to try and do this within 30 minutes. So I'm not like keeping you all um, listening to me ramble for over 30 minutes. Uh, I try to do that because I got a lot to cover this time. Oh, boy. A lot has happened. All right. Uh, oh, today's date. Today's date is the 26th of October, of October, and um, we are, I'm actually recording on yesterday, so on the 25th, so you're hearing this today, the 26th, and um, yeah, I am now, I guess, future Jamie. Um <laughs> I, I don't know. This is where my mind has gone. I, I'm just, yeah. Anyway, um, a lot has happened. Uh, first, let's start off with the big, big news that you may not heard. You may have heard in the last one uh, with the my ketchup. I think I had it in my cat. Yeah, I know, I know for sure that I probably did. That we ended up coming out to Dee's mom and dad. It was extremely emotional. There were a lot of tears that were involved. But the nice thing was um, it was received um, with a lot of love and support. I can't say enough that I, how much I love my in-laws. I really do. Uh, they really have shown me more what a family unit was than my own family and um, growing up. And... It's just been really wonderful. And I really didn't want to mess that up. And so when I started prepping for this, and I might be uh, saying this again, but we're going to carry this on because this is a big topic. Um, <laughs> when when we were going into it, we were very nervous, but uh, and we were thinking the worst. Literally, I thought I was going to give my father-in-law a heart attack. The man was going to fall dead in front of us, and I would live with the rest of that guilt uh, for the rest of my life and be crushed by that because I do love these people. Um, 
And uh, I was going through all the anxiety that I had when I was telling my mom for the very first time uh, or coming out to my mom or forced to be coming out with my mom. Another story, another episode. Um, but it was great. So my sister-in-law and brother-in-law knew um, because we had a, like, a little bit of a crisis that ended up happening. And we ended up calling uh, with DNA. A frantic state and explaining to her sister what was going on and how she was really nervous that mom and mom and dad would find out. Um, long story short, they're wonderful. They're fantastic. However, they did not tell my nephew, who was, I believe, nine at the time. And, or no, poop. Ten, maybe. I guess he was ten. Yeah. So he was ten. So after telling my mom and my, well, my mom and dad, Dee's mom and dad, um, we ended up realizing that we need to now tell our nephew, whom we love dearly, uh, to the point to where Dee has actually been known as uh, Funty and I have been known as Funkle up until this point. And uh, because we're just, I guess, the cool auntie and uncle. And I want it to, once we come out, uh, then it would be the the two fun aunties. So we traveled up. This is one of the first things that kept uh, this that that actually kept us from recording a podcast was that we were traveling, and so we traveled up. I hope that you can forgive me for this, but th- this is a really good cause. And we traveled up in order to visit with my in laws, uh, my brother and sister in law, uh, for a weekend. And we, it was an extended long weekend. And we told, at that point, we told our nephew. And what was really hysterical that I find was that our nephew was kind of like, yeah, okay. And literally just blew it off. And I was like, you know, in the back of my mind going into this, I knew that this was going to be a situation where us as adults are putting 10 times more into it to a 12-year-old. The 12-year-old basically was like, yeah, sure, okay. And I mean, it was fine. And we were just like, okay, well, what are we going to do? You want to go catch some Pokemon or you want to go do whatever? I'm like, yeah, man, let's do it. No problem. We talked about, so now I am Funty J. (laughs) And uh, we have Funty and Funty J. So I am extremely uh, happy, but I, I was like, here it was, it was being built up so much. And I guess that was really, maybe it's not funny to anybody else, but it was just built up so much too by my sister-in-law and their concerns. And if he has any questions, kid didn't have any questions. He was just like, okay, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> so, and he's not dumb. He's an intelligent kid. I was like, so you, I mean, you, he goes, well, when we play Pokemon, um, my uh, on-air, or my on-air name, my profile name is Jamie. And so we just kept playing, didn't say anything and everything else. And I'm freaking out at, at his mom. My sister-in-law is like, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to have to tell the kid. I don't want to tell the kid over the phone. I want to tell the kid in person. And I don't know what we're going to do. And she's like, well, just let it be. He'll probably not even say anything about it, which he didn't. But I was like when we got together and after I came out to him, we were walking, uh, just playing Pokemon go. And I said, so how did you really, he goes, I kind of already knew anyway. And I said, well, how did you know? He goes, well, your profile name was different. 
like, man, you are one smart little cookie. And so it's like totally underestimating children and was totally fine with it. And um, it's really nice in order to be able to continue building the relationship that I have with our nephew. And because I just I, I love hanging out with him. I love we have tech time. So during all throughout COVID, um, we were doing FaceTime and talking and everything else. But I was also having tech time with my nephew, which basically mean that means that we were connecting and playing Fortnite because um, <laughs> I I'm a lone gamer. I suck at video games, but I really want to play them so bad. And I play a lot of games uh, with cheap mods and stuff like that. So I can still have the experience, still play the game without dying profusely, uh, without ever gaining anything from it. So things like Skyrim, Fallout 4, I love these games. Um, but I again, I put all the little cheats into it so I can just go and have fun and, and just goof around. Fortnite's a little bit different um, because I can't do that shooter part. And I, I'm, I'm a sniper. Uh, I'm very much like, let me let me find a hiding place. Let me pick you off from afar. So I get like, you know, a few here and there. But when we play, and that's when we were playing Team Rumble, if you know anything about Fortnite. Oh my God, I don't know why I'm going on this, uh, this tangent, but I love playing video games with my nephew. And he's adorable. And I love my, he, I mean, but you know, he can be a kid, but in all in all, he's my nephew. I love him very much. And He's amazing. And so that was one weekend that we didn't end up recording anything. The following week, we got grotesquely ill. Uh, Dee and I both were laid up. Uh, my sinuses like went off the freaking chart. I mean, it was insane. Uh, I thought that I was going right back into COVID again, because you, as you know from previous uh, catch-ups, uh, D and I had the vids and it was just awful. And so we're trying to figure out, okay, do we have COVID again? We're testing each other. I'm feeling worse than her and I'm, we're testing and you know, the whole, I mean, I think I went through four COVID tests, still no COVID. And I'm like, well, maybe it's a false positive. You know, we got these Omicron things going on or, um, you know, different variants have no idea. So, uh, and I think the last time that I recorded a, a, an episode, I was still getting over the vids. So it was really not that long ago, like a month and a half um, from the time that we had the vids to getting this and just congestion. We were coughing the whole nine yards. It was insane. Absolutely insane. So we're laid up for probably, oh my gosh, a week and a half. I know I was. DU was a little bit better at it than I was, but um, like I said, she wasn't affected as much. But me, oh, I was laid up for like a week and a half. My head was on fire. It felt like I had a brick on my face. It was just every time I looked down, it was just like all the sinuses. So I was in a lot of pain. That was going on. So, <coughs> excuse me. So we go on vacation then. <laughs> Literally, after that week and a half, we go on vacation the following weekend. I'm starting to feel a little bit better, but I'm still like dripping like a sieve. You know, I'm just like, I've got to blow my nose every five minutes. And we went on a vacation, a family vacation, all of us. So it's the first time that we've got my mom and dad, uh, 
or well, D's mom and dad. So when I say mom and dad, you just from now on, you know, I'm talking about D's mom and dad. Okay. Cause both my parents are now passed away. So when I say parents or mom and dad, we're talking about D's mom and dad. So this is the first vacation where it was been me, D, D's mom and dad, and my in-laws, my, my brother and sister-in-law and our nephew. And everybody knows, everybody knows that I'm Jamie. Everybody now knows that I am actually a trans woman. Everybody knows and is fully accepting and supportive and loving and caring. And I had a couple of deep conversations, really as deep as you can get in a theme park, uh, because we did go to a theme park uh, a couple of days while we were on vacation. Um, a couple of deep conversations with my mother-in-law and just overall love and wanting to make sure we're, we're happy, wanting to make sure that we are okay. And it was just, it was great. Could not have asked for a better situation. I'm feeling like I'm on top of the world socially and I don't understand how to cope. <laughs> so let me explain what I mean by this. I, I have spent the last 52 years of my life basically hiding a secret, basically keeping something all to myself. I didn't say anything about it until I was in my mid thirties when I was, uh, no, good God. Yeah. I was my, it was my, uh, my lower thirties. Oh boy. Okay. So it, no, it was my late twenties. Jesus Christ. So much hate being old. Um, okay. So it was in my late twenties that I actually came out, uh, to one person and one person only. And that was my ex-wife. And we all know what that's, she's an ex. So we kind of know what the result is that that is going to be. The only other person that I spoke to back then was my therapist. And that was it. I said nothing to anyone until 2000. Well, I did have two more therapists between that time and 2006. So 2006, I've gotten a divorce. I am now, I, I basically, my world has crumbled around me. I'm still hiding, but I'm letting my hair grow out. I've shaved the shitty porn stash that I had for years that I was hiding behind. Um, I am fat as a damn whale. Uh, I think I was at my peak weight at about the two, 251, 253, somewhere around in there. Um, and I was like, OK, I, everything that I ever wanted in my life has been taken away from me. My marriage is dissolved. It's gone, vanished. It, it crumbled into really tiny little hateful shards. My kid has been taken away from me um, and I'm on my own. I got to go back and live with my mom. And uh, so I'm hiding all this time. I, of course, came out to my mom. My mom did know uh, at the end of divorce. I was told that I either had to tell her uh, again, another episode completely, but I either had to tell her or that my ex-wife was going to tell her. And so they're on set of that. Um yeah, if actually, if you want to hear that story, I'm willing to go back into that, but I need to let you, you need to tell me, uh, send me an email or, or, or something, uh, saying that you're, you're interested in hearing that story. Cause I can definitely devote a whole episode 
to that big freaking phenomenon. Um, but it's done and over with in my life. I'm glad I did it. So I've been hiding for 52 years, even though I've come out to a group of people slowly after I started getting into uh, taking hormones. After I started taking hormones, um, then I started, that was been the past five and a half years. I've been slowly coming out to people and like only essentials, not people that are just like, hey, I'm trans. Hey, I'm trans. Good to see you. I'm trans. Nice to meet you. I don't know who you are, but I'm trans. All right. Good to see you. Not anything like that. It's been people that I've worked with that I've been in close proximity with um, my D&D group. Um, you know, these, which by the way, we are celebrating in this January, this coming up January, we've been playing the same campaign for four years. <laughs> that is like insane, but I digress. Um, we, I, I've been coming out to people that I work with, um, necessities, you know, because they're going to notice a change. They're going to notice that my skin has gotten softer and they did. Um, and that's what spurred me to share with them is what was going on. So even if I did that though, the, the, the people that are in my fringe world, I still don't, I still have never told the people that were in my close world. I mean, the only people that are in my close world that I actually knew and talked to and told was my kid, my kid's girlfriend and my sister and brother-in-law. That was it. So all this time I've been like, you still have to play the butch part. You still have to play that masculine role. And <laughs> I was like, I'm walking around looking at all these people that are around me. These are my, this is my family. This is my group. And they all know. And they all are supportive, which is just fantastic. But it's like, I have to... I have, I'm having a really hard time realizing that I don't have to pretend anymore. I don't have to hide anything. I don't have to watch. And if you've been hiding for as long as I have, or you've been hiding hardly, you know, within a, a certain period of time, you start realizing it, it affects the way you talk. It affects the way that you react. It, it, reflect, it affects the way that you um, respond verbally to someone um the way that you just appear like i noticed now that i had a male walk <laughs> i as weird as it sound i programmed myself when i let that go and i just ended up walking naturally i've got a more feminine i guess what i consider feminine may not nobody else do but i know that i walk differently I know that there is a change in the way my stride is compared to what it is when I feel like I'm on. And it's only been in the last couple of weeks that I've actually come to that realization. And it's just mind boggling. I don't have to. I don't have to spend another holiday that nobody can say my name. Do you know how weird that was? Like part of my family knew, but because my my mom and dad didn't know when they came over for Thanksgiving or Christmas or something along those lines, my Jamie presence had to be given to me somewhere else. It could not be given to me in the family. So I would have Jamie presence and I would have 
you know, some male presence. I don't have to do that anymore. I can actually get a pair of earrings for Christmas if someone, you know, deems to give me a pair of earrings. I can get a pair of earrings. I can have that present underneath my tree and I can open that son of a bitch on Christmas morning if I so desire in front of everyone. This boggles my mind. I, uh, I gotta be honest. Now that I'm on this side of the fence, like everyone that I care about, everyone that means anything to me, anyone that remotely knows me on a regular basis knows about me. Because after we, well, I mean, after we told my mom and dad, I mean, anybody else that was on that outskirts out there, oh yeah, I'm trans. It just came out really, really easy at that point. And because I was like, okay, I got, I got my, I got my crew. My family is here. I've got my other army of other supporters that I've told throughout the years. We're good. We're totally, I, f- I feel good. Um, I just don't know what to do. Like, I'm really, <sighs> I don't know how to handle it sometimes. In a good way. Don't 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 get me wrong. I mean, I'm not like gonna be like all depressive now because I I don't have to hide anymore. Trust me, when you live for such a long time with a weight on your shoulders, and suddenly somebody just comes and just takes off the rest of the weight, you're still hunched over, you know, from carrying that anvil. And it's like, hey, you can stand up and be proud and you know, hold your chin up high. That is so foreign to me. This holiday season that we're coming into, like, this is the first Halloween that we're coming in, or Samhain that we're coming into, where I can dress in a feminine costume and not have to worry about people. Did anybody see me? Did the, did the neighbors see me? Oh my God, look out. Okay, I'm going to have to wear a cloak, run out. This is no shit. I did this before. Wear a cloak, run out the back door, and you come pick me up in the back of the house, and that way nobody will see me. That's what I've had to do before if I wanted to go out in a feminine costume. Now, I'm just walking out the front door because I don't give a shit anymore. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't have to hide it. It's extremely bizarre. Extremely bizarre. So we went on family vacation and I had that realization, that that epiphany, if you will. And I come back and immediately the queen is passed, which broke my heart. Um, I'm going to say this about this and I'm not going to linger on it because I'm sure I, I cried. Um, she's been my queen. I, I am a Anglophile. I am at heart. I want to live out the rest of my life on British soil or Scottish soil, I will say, which is part of the UK, but I want to live my life that way, um, for the rest of my life. I want to, what, what years I have left, I would like to spend them in the UK. Not that I hate America or anything else. I wore the uniform. I was in the army. I'm proud of that service, but that is where my heart, that's where my ancestry is. That's where my, the rest of my heart is. D has the other half. The UK has my other half. (laughs) So I'd like to have both parts of my heart together while for whatever years that I have remaining. And she's been my queen ever since I was born in 1970. She's been my queen. And um, 
it's very strange. Uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of media about his majesty, but um, it's strange to now God save the king. And I know I, I have a lot of girlfriends uh, that are like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not into the, the royalty. I unfortunately, unfortunately, I guess for, for them, I, I am. So I end up chatting about it a little bit. I know D is. She can tell you, oh, my God, when the we of course we watch the the funeral we watch the procession and everything else and she would say oh you know who that is that's uh so-and-so's third cousin's uncle and he has this title i mean she is really she's beyond what i am i mean i thought i was bad but no no um but it was just it was a a devastating time and um it was extremely tragic, extremely tragic. Um, let's see what else was holding me uh, from making another podcast. I think the next thing after the queen passed uh, were taxes. So yes, I had not. The tax day was way back on April fifteenth, and we filed uh, for an extension. Excuse me, uh, which allowed us to be able to have until the 15th of October. Well, the first came around and we still hadn't done our taxes. <laughs> I had started them. Don't don't be too mad at me. I did start them. But here's the thing. I uh, because my ADHD, I shut myself down like. I make up these rules about things that, like, I can't have a good time until I take care of the business. Uh, like, there's a thing that I've got to do that I don't really want to do, but I can't do what I want to do until I do what I don't want to do. And if I prolong and procrastinate doing what I want to do, well, or doing what I, I don't want to do, then I'm not going to be able to get to what I really want to do. That has been pretty much this entire year. And here's why. Not because I'm just, like, a lazy fuck and, you know, don't want to do my taxes. I'm okay with doing taxes. I don't mind. But the problem was is that it was covering the year 2021. That's the year my mom died. And my thing was that going over all these different... Uh, it was emotional for me going over all these different purchases that we had during that time. And then having to recall, uh, sadly, somewhat vividly, the reason why we had to purchase this or we had to look into getting this or we needed the extra help from the nursing staff that was helping us out why is that bill so big it literally started bringing all that up um and i could see it play out and i gotta be honest it's it still haunts me and it's very very uh, difficult subject for me so i of course i i don't it was bringing up pain that I didn't want. I don't want to. I didn't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with the fact that I watched my mom die, um, and so I didn't do my taxes. However, <laughs> what I had writing behind that was my name change, being able to write more. I stopped writing. I have. I. I literally got to the point where I said, "Well, I'm not going to write until I do this," and then I just didn't do it. And so, of course, I stopped writing. I had half a book written and I just stopped. 
And uh, so I stopped writing. I stopped creating. I wasn't doing any more images uh, or designs for uh, Harry Rump. Um, the the uh, Harry Rump, my online t-shirt shop that I have. And I basically... I just shut down. All I did was just live every single day, not doing anything. I stopped clean, uh, uh, cleaning out my uh, sewing room and my crafting room that I wanted to. My my office looks like a friggin' pigsty. And yeah, it's just been all around crap. <laughs> and um, it was finally coming down to uh, when October 1st hit and we had just come back from vacation uh, uh, with my, the whole family, it was like, okay, we've got to get into tax mode. This has got to be it. It's got to be done. It was grueling. It was a grueling week and some change trying to find every receipt, make sure I had everything dotting every I's crossing every T, uh, and doing the whole kit and caboodle. It was really, really hard. And, but it got done. And it was good. Uh, we were able to get it in a good four days before, or no, three three days before it was due. It was filed the next day. So it was pretty good. Uh, I felt really good about that. So now that allows me to create, to start doing a lot of the shit that I wanted to do and have not done for months. Like get my sewing room together, um you know, start designing more, which I already have this last week. Um, uh, and of course we've had to decorate for Halloween more, uh, because we've got new ideas about our, our candy delivery tube that we have for the kids. Um, so that all had to be planned out. I'm building a freaking spider, the size of a small child. And, uh, yeah, so things just started. I'm being creative, but I'm not being creative here. So I'm sorry that I am, I've been taken away from the podcast and, uh, trust me, there's been a lot of things that I am, uh, starting to do, um, a lot of new creative things that hopefully you all, my, my beautiful listeners will be able to see some of one thing for sure is that I have created a members only area on the website. If you go to tyandhighheels.com, you will see uh, down below the main em- the header image. You're going to see a little uh, a long, green wide uh, street sign. It's going to say "Join Get to Membership." So this is going to be something you sign up for. It's completely private. Um, it's going to ask for you to sign up, and I'm going to. We've got forums in there, so you can do a Q and A Q&A with me, D, anybody. Uh, throw it out there to the universe. Um, we can build a nice little tiny high heels community, which will be awesome. Um, and, uh, I can do some live forums if we need to. So that'll be kind of, uh, I can start scheduling that. Also, I can offer you, uh, the members only, uh, specials that we have. So I can design a t-shirt. I can design an accessory or something along those lines, and I can offer it to you. Um, and, uh, we can actually work on designs together, which is really, really awesome. Um, oh my gosh, we're going to have contests, uh, because I'm going to be doing a lot more handcrafting stuff. And as I make handcrafting stuff, it just takes up more room in my house. So I've got to get it out somehow. So you're going to win it. Uh, if you sign up and be a member, we'll have, um, all sorts of fun stuff. So if you go to, uh, again, tinehighheels.com. 
And on the top bar, actually, over on the right on the top uh, menu, it'll say member. Click that and it'll tell you to go to login and everything else. Set up an account, get signed in. It is going to ask for your information, your uh, birthday address and that type of stuff. But that is only used in order for me to be able to send you some cool stuff for your birthday. Uh, a little, you know, a little something, something for, for your birthday. Um, or also at the same time, being able to uh, send you anything, any prizes that you may have won. Um, and uh, when you, you, you will have chances to win different prizes too. So, <coughs> God. We have that. Here comes the sinuses again. Sorry, I gotta get a drink. Oh God, I hate this crap. I need to move up north, more up north. I really do. I'm so jealous of my cousin. She moved up to Washington and she's just like, she's already got snow. I'm friggin', ugh. Anyway. Um, so that's been something that I've done. I've been designing uh, a lot of that. I also have uh, new t-shirt designs that I have three right now. Um, that are in the works that I've got to do, uh, I've got to get approval on two. Um, and, uh, that's another thing I've had to go round and round with the company that I'm currently using, uh, for Harry Rump. And, um, I am not happy with them. I've submitted four different designs. Each one got kicked back and they don't tell you why. And my issue is, is like, okay, well, I've had to call them and talk to them a couple of times about these and say, okay, what can I fix in order to uh, get them to be accepted? And uh, I can never get a hold of anyone. And I'm on hold forever in a day. And yeah, so uh, I will be switching uh, Harry Rump. There will be a rebirth of Harry Rump at some point, probably in the new year. But for right now, we're still going to use the same platform in order to offer uh, our members some cool um, designs that you will probably be the only people because I doubt very seriously I'll put them in the new uh, store once I get it built. So they'll be really rare um, for members only. And that's you guys. Uh, also, I've been infatuated. And I'm going to say this because uh, they haven't talked to me yet. I really want to talk to them. Um, there is a comedy group called Madge and Biscuits or Madge and Biscuit. Holy shit, these women are amazing. I am obsessed. Absolutely. If you've never heard of Madge and Biscuit, you've got to look them up. They are rude, they are crude, and they are my beautiful kind of people. I love that sense of humor. They're all in about fart jokes and anal warts and, you know, whatever. I don't know. But it's absolutely, they're hysterical. I cried. I, t I fell off the sofa. I was crying so much about these and just laughing so hard. Um... I did write them. I did ask them to uh, come on to the show, let me and be a guest on the show. I know that we are also coming up to Halloween, and I am not going to bother Kara uh, Hamilton, our our beautiful professional witch from Scotland. I'm going to contact her and see because this is a very very busy time. Got it just it was crazy last time trying to get her on the show. Uh, especially because she just came off of a show, so she was staying up in Scotland till the wee wee hours of the morning, and the poor thing had already done a show that evening. So bless her heart, she was uh, just a fantastic individual. So I'm going to see if I can get her back on the show at once uh, Halloween is over, and we can talk about how the uh, Samhain and Halloween went for her. Um, 
and uh, if she's got any plans for Yule or, or anything else like that. But yeah, so we got good things coming. I'm going to see if I can get these people to talk to me. If you have any pull or you write them, uh, get in touch with them. I, well, Kara is one thing, but um, the uh, Madge and Biscuit, if you can write them and say, hey, you've got to be on this this podcast, it would really help. That would be cool. Um, they have seen my message, but they have not responded to me yet. So I'm hoping I'm going to give it a week then I'm going to write them again. I'm going to keep bugging them until they hopefully maybe get on the show because they are so funny. Uh, Madge and Biscuit. So, okay. Uh, I think we got everything covered. That was pretty much why I've been playing hooky for so long. Um, we do have, I have been thinking about topics, so there's going to be a plethora of things that we're going to talk about. Oh, the other reason that this podcast was delayed was because Dee had told me that she wanted to do it with me, which was great because, you know, we, we don't see or hear her on the, on the program as much. Um, but I was talking, wow, this would be really good. And she's going to give her opinion on what it was like, her experience about coming out to her mom and dad and, and our nephew and all this other stuff. And, um, really looking forward to it. The woman's just been slammed. And I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And next thing you know, we've gone through two Tuesdays now. That's been the latest. Um, so the last two Tuesdays have been basically waiting for her. And I just said, we're just going to get a, a, an episode and she'll catch up at some point. So she will be on the program again. We've got another episode uh, coming up with her, hopefully. Uh, I'll sit her down and tape her to a chair and put a microphone in front of her. And we'll see how it goes. So you never know. Anyway. Until then, I didn't do too bad. It's 30, 38 minutes, so I didn't do too bad. Uh, hopefully you all are having a great time. You're being safe out there, uh, getting all your extra Omicron or Omicron boosters out there and all your other flu shots and everything else. Just stay safe, and uh, thank you once again for listening. Until next time, toodles! If you enjoyed this episode, there are a few ways you can help us continue making great content. You can buy us a coffee at buymecoffee.com forward slash Harry Rump. You can purchase some quality shirts and accessories at Harry Rump's House of Stuff or become a patron at patreon.com forward slash Harry Rump's House of Stuff. You can also do all those and contact us on our website at tyinhighheels.com. You can always find us on Instagram and Facebook at tyinhighheels. And don't forget to give us a review on iTunes. And email all of your comments and questions at jamie, J-A-I-M-E-E, at tyinhighheels.com. And as always, happy listening!